In regards to the tzivui, the mitzvah, and this parsha, Elov Tishmon, that we need to listen to the Navi that appears in any generation. The Rambam tells us that any Navi that gets up after Moshe Rabbeinu, we're not believing him just purely because of the sign that he did, but rather because of the mitzvah that Moshe Rabbeinu tells us in the Torah, that if someone comes along and provides a sign, we need to listen to him. Now, even though it's this idea that we don't listen to him because of the sign is a very, very logical one, simple, because a sign ultimately can be done also through other forms of witchcraft and sorcery, etc. But that should lead to tell us also that if, for example, we could be sure that someone is definitely doing it, doing the sign not based on sorcery and witchcraft, he's definitely a messenger of Hashem. He's definitely a true Navi. If we would be sure about that, and then we would definitely have to listen to him, even without the Pasuk of Eil of Tishmon, because it's the words of an Anavi, is the words of Hashem, nevertheless, there will still be a major difference, if not for the mitzvah. And that is, based on the idea that we know in regards to the mitzvahs, some mitzvahs were, that were, that were also commanded before Matan Torah, and yet when we do those mitzvahs, we're doing them only because Hashem said it through Moshe Rabbeinu that we should do those mitzvahs. We don't do the mitzvahs even because Hashem said it to Anavi before Moshe Rabbeinu. So therefore, it would be understood the same thing in our case. Then something that Hashem would tell a Novi after Matan Torah on their own wouldn't have that strength of a mitzvah that was said at Sinai. The Rebbe says this could also be understood from all of the koilois and lapidim, the thunder, the lightning, the fires that were by Matan Torah. And yet, that's not the reason why the Yidin are believing in Moshe Rabbeinu. Because then it would come out once again that the Nevu and the words of Moshe Specifically, Moshe is the one that we're believing only because of some sort of sign and it doesn't have the strength of Torah itself. Rather, as the Rambam tells us, Maimed Har Sinai, Maimed Har Sinai, the revelation at Har Sinai itself, that is the proof for the Nevuah of Moshe. And as it says clearly in the Pasuk, How are the Yidin going to believe in Moshe Rabbeinu forever? Because, the Ebishter says, I'm going to come to you through the thick cloud, and the whole pe- all the people will hear as I am speaking to you. And therefore, says the Rebbe, the Rambam actually is medayik and says the words because of the mitzvah that Moshe Rabbeinu told us in the Torah, that Eil of Tishmon, that we need to listen to the Navi. In other words, since it's a mitzvah in the Torah, therefore, when we listen to a Navi, it has a special strength, not only because it's a something that we heard, a message from Hashem through the Navi, rather it's a mitzvah in the Torah. And as the Rebbe points out, that there are some very basic and fundamental differences in halacha between something that's called divrei Torah and even something that appears in the words of the Nevi'im. Nevi'im and Ksuvim and so on. So in other words, there's something unique about something that has the strength of a tzivu alpi Torah. Says the Rebbe, but based on this, that when we listen to the Navi, it's because the Torah is commanding us to listen to the, to the Navi. It's not for, because of the sign, per se. In other words, it's not even because it's a Navi telling us a message of Hashem, but there's a special strength when it was said as a result of the Torah. If that's the case, what's difficult to understand now is the continuation of Perik Ches and Hilchas Yisoydiya Torah of the Rambam where he discusses and he elaborates at great length that the fact that the Yidin believed in the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu, he says it's not because of the signs that he did, because if someone believes only based on the signs, it shows that he still has some sort of doubt in his mind. Rather, the Rambam says, why did they believe in him? 
as we quoted before, because of the revelation of Harsinai, when our eyes saw it by ourselves and our ears heard it by ourselves. And then the Rambam concludes and says the following. He says, therefore, if a Navi gets up and he does signs and wonders, amazing things, but he tries to deny the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't listen to him. Because the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu is not based on signs so that we should start comparing and making competitions. The differences and how, which signs are greater one of the other. Rather, we saw it again ourselves, was we heard it by ourselves. And the Rebbe's question is, since the fact that we believe and listen to a Navi Emes, and not to a different kind of prophet, is because of the strength of Tzivuya Torah, because as we said before, it's a mitzvah of Torah that says, Eil of Tishmon, you need to listen to him. And the Pasuk that says in the negative, Loi Sishma, you're not allowed to listen to the Navi that's trying to tell you to go away from Hashem. So why are we listening to the Navi? It's not only about because we're more certain that he is saying the words of Hashem. Rather, as we said before, it's about a mitzvah and the Torah is more powerful even than the words that we know are coming through a Navi, the words of Hashem. So the question is, that's what should have been sta- stated in Sefer Ayat. That's what the Rambam should be focusing on. The idea of a mitzvah and the Torah is another whole gather, another whole concept than just listening to words that were shorter are coming from Hashem. So the Rambam should be focusing on the idea that because it's a mitzvah and the Torah, to listen to the Navi Emes and not to listen to this other person. And generally, says the Rebbe, in the Sefer Ayad, which is a Sefer Alochis, would seem to be a place where you might want to bring a proof that's necessarily, necessary as part of a halacha. But re- rather, a raya sikhlis, in other words, just to come along and prove to us logically that a Navi that's coming to deny the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu is a Navi Sheker because he's coming to contradict something that you saw with your own eyes, that seems to be something more appropriate for the Moira Nevuchim that the Rambam wrote. Says the Rebbe, seemingly we would be able, seemingly, seemingly, the Rambam should have said this din only very, very bekitzer. He should have said the following. The reason why we believe and follow the Navi is not because of the signs that he does, rather because the Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us in the Torah to listen to this Navi. And the Rambam could have said, even if we don't know for sure regarding the signs, whether they're real signs or he's doing them by sorcery. So we do them because Moshe Rabbeinu said to listen to this Navi. And if a Navi comes up, therefore, and tries to do all these amazing signs and wonders, but if he's denying and contradicting the Navu of Moshe Rabbeinu, in other words, he's coming to contradict the Torah, the Emes of Torah. So then, even if the sign comes true, you don't listen to the Navi. Again, the question is, why does the Rambam have to start going into this whole idea over here? That Moshe Rabbeinu's things we saw ourselves and all of that, seemingly that's not the issue. We're not comparing the voice over here. We're saying there's something much more powerful, seemingly. The Rambam should have said that this Navi that's contradicting the Torah, we don't listen to him because he's going against the Torah. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, in the following Perek, there we find that the Rambam connects the whole idea of Torah Bechlal, the whole idea of Torah, with the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is what the Rambam says. If a person should come along and say that Hashem sent him to add a mitzvah or to take away from a mitzvah, or to explain a mitzvah in a way that we never heard that this is the meaning of this mitzvah from Moshe Rabbeinu. Or he comes along and tells us that certain mitzvahs are, don't apply anymore. It's only a temporary for a time being. The Rambam says this person is a Navi Sheker, 
And again, the Rambam uses this idea because he's coming to contradict the Nevuah of Moshe. In fact, the Rambam says the same thing again later in the end of the Perik. He says when someone comes along and says to serve an Avayi Zarah, even if he says it just to do it today or temporarily, just this hour, he's coming to contradict the Nevuah of Moshe. And the question is, if he's coming, if this person is coming to deny and to contradict not only the Nevuah of Moshe, but a clear Tzivui in the Torah, where the Torah says, don't add to the Torah, don't take away from the Torah, and that the Torah lasts forever and so on, the Rambam should have said this person is coming to contradict and to deny the Torah, which is again a whole different get there and much stricter than just denying the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu. As we said earlier already, that the commands of the Nevi'im, including obviously the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu himself, don't have the same strength as a mitzvah of the Torah of Har Sinai. So seemingly that's what should have been the focus. Says the Rebbe, seemingly we could have explained it in the way, in the following way, that Rambam is coming to say, not because it's specifically that through this we have the proof that he's a Novi Sheker. And therefore he has the laws of a Novi Sheker. In other words, as the Rambam had said already in an earlier Patek, as we said before, that since the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu is not based on signs, but rather we saw it ourselves, so therefore, when he's coming to come against the whole Torah, he's clearly going against the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu and contradicting that which you saw with your own eyes, and therefore we know that he's a Navi Sheker and we don't believe him. In other words, if the Rambam, this is what the way we are attempting to answer the question now. If the Rambam was just coming to tell us how strong the Isser of Nevuah's Sheker is, that this person is coming to add something of the mitzvahs of the Torah, so then it would have been appropriate to say he's coming to contradict the Torah. But since with, with, we're trying to explain why he's a Navi Sheker, and the dinam of the Navi Sheker, perhaps this is why the Rambam is coming and telling us, because he's coming to deny something that you saw with your own eyes, the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu. But the Rebbe says this is a very big doichik. Because since we already know this from before, the Rambam told us the general idea to us already. That when a person is denying Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah, he's denying something that we saw ourselves, as the Rambam had said this all already in the previous Perik, so it seemed to be logical that over here the Rambam is trying to tell us more how serious and how severe a Navi Sheker is and the laws of a Navi Sheker. So if that's the case, again, which one is more severe? The fact that it's a mitzvah in the Torah, so it should have been the fact that it's an Indian in Torah rather than just a Nevuah. So what should have the Rambam said? Not that he's coming to deny Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah, he's coming to deny the Torah. The Rebbe says the question gets even bigger. We find in the very same Perik, that the Rambam actually uses this term in regards to something else, something similar, but something else. The Rambam says, if a person comes along and he wants to uproot something that we heard meaning things that were given over in Torah Shabal Peh. Or he comes along about a certain din of the Torah and he wants, and he wants to say that Hashem told me that we paskin in a particular way, that this is the way the halacha is. Says the Rambam, this is a Navi Sheker, because, because this person is, what is he doing? The Rambam uses the term, because he's denying the Torah, he's going against the Torah. The Torah says, that the Torah is not in the heaven, so he can't base a halacha, for example, based on a Nevuah, and this person wants to pass a halacha. Says the Rebbe, so what's going on over here? Why is the Rambam changing? Earlier on when we said, that he's coming to add a mitzvah or take away a mitzvah, 
Or that he's saying that the mitzvahs were only temporary. And so to regarding Avoy de Zara, the Rambam says this person is being makhish, is denying the nevuah of Moshe. And suddenly over here about uprooting something that we heard was passed down to us. Or that he's saying that a certain halacha is to be passed in a certain way. Suddenly over here the Rambam is using the words l'hakhish ha The Rebbe says the question gets even more, more than this. When a person comes along and says that Hashem sent him to explain a certain mitzvah in a way that's different to the way Moshe Rabbeinu told us. What did the Rambam use the expression? He's coming to deny the nevuah of Moshe. Now seemingly, even in that case, he's also denying what the Torah says. Torah says, from which we learn that a Navi cannot come up with new, new things. So seemingly, he's also denying the very same posik, that the Rambam uses if a person comes along to paskin in a certain halacha, which the Rambam says that's called lahakhish ha over here the Rambam uses the term lahakhish ha So again, the Rambam is speaking seemingly about similar sorts of ideas, learning, and it's based on the same pasuk of loyba shamayimhi, and yet in one case the Rambam is saying lahakhish ha and in one case the Rambam is saying lahakhish nevoase Again, since both in both cases, this person is coming to basically contradict and deny the same posik. So why are we differentiating and saying, and why are we differentiating and saying that when a person says that Hashem sent him, and he's going to come explain a mitzvah different to the way Moshe Rabbeinu explained it, he's being makchish nevuasei Moshe. If a person comes along and says regarding a certain halacha that this is the way Hashem told me that we should pask him in a particular way, in this case we're saying he's l'hak The Rebbe says, the Rebbe is going to say, we could try to, we could attempt to answer at least one of these ideas, the concept of avoidizara, why it's l'hak the Rebbe is going to give now a suggestion. The Rebbe says, why is it that by the end of the Perik, when the Rambam says that if a person comes along and says that Hashem says you should serve avoidizara, Regarding this, the Rambam uses the Lashen Lahakhish Nivuase Shalmoisha. Says the Rebbe, perhaps this one we can explain based on starting with a Sifri. The Sifri says, on the Pasuk Vidiber Aleim, so this is the Pasuk about the Navi speaking to the people. The Sifri says, The Navi needs to speak directly to the people. He doesn't speak through somebody else, through an, through an interpreter, through a spokesman, a middleman. According to this, says the Rebbe, the halacha of over al divrei hanavi. If a person violates what the Navi said, he's chayiv misa b'deishamayim. So that would be, according to the Sifri, only if he heard it directly from the Navi himself and not through someone else. The Ragachava says something even more than this. Even if a person hears it from the Navi, he'll only be chayev if he hears it from the Navi at the time that the Navi is hearing the nevuah, as opposed to if he hears it sometime later from the Navi, after the time he was hearing from the, from the nevuah, then even if he's hearing it from the Navi itself, himself, then it's also like hearing it from someone else instead of the Navi. Now let's try to apply this in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. Says the Rebbe, according to this would come out, that if someone in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu would be over on a mitzvah that he hears from Moshe, so he could say there would be a difference if he's being over on Avoid or other mitzvahs. Why would that be? Because by Avoid since on Noichi and Loyilacha, the Yidden heard from Moshe Rabbeinu at the time when he was having the Nevoah, they were all at Matan Torah. 
So therefore, they would have in addition to the actual union of Avodah Zarah itself, they would also have this idea that they're being over right now on the words of the Navi that's having an Avor right now. As opposed to other mitzvahs, even though they're hearing them from Moshe Rabbeinu, but since it's already way after the time that he heard it from Hashem, so even if it's in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu himself, it wouldn't be considered over al-divrei hanavi. It has its own set of rules and punishments and so on, but not together of being over al-divrei hanavi. Says the Rebbe, based on all of this, we can now try to understand the Rambam. When the Rambam says, by Avodah he says, He's coming to hint to this idea, that when Moshe Rabbeinu commands us about not serving Avodah there's something unique over here, in addition to the fact that yes, it's a mitzvah in the Torah, just like any other mitzvah, but there's something unique by Avodah because Avodah was something that the Yidin heard. Front, t- together with the Navi, at the same time the Navi is hearing it. From the Navi they're hearing it, from Moshe Rabbeinu. So when a Yid is over in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu and that kind of Navu, he would be Chayiv Misa B'day Shamayim. But that's only a specific din, only by Avodah Zorah. Because again, this is something that the Yidin heard from Moshe Rabbeinu right at the time when Hashem was giving it. And this is why the Rambam is only saying, this is why the Rambam says regarding to Avodah Zorah that he is Makhish Nevoah Moshe, whereas if he's coming to uproot other things in the Torah, as the Raman puts it, he's being makhish the Torah, but you wouldn't say it also has the idea, the element of nevuah. Says the Rebbe, but in addition to the fact that this would still leave us with a problem, why is it when the Rambam is speaking about some of the other things in the beginning of the Patek, not about Avoyed Zorah, the Rambam also uses the term, lahakhish nevuah seshol moisha, in addition to this, says the Rebbe, this whole general explanation, that that's what the Rambam means. That when a person is serving Avodah Zarah, he's being makrish, he's denying the nevuah of Moshe. To hint to this idea that there would be a chi of Misa for a person at that time in the generation of Moshe. Says the Rebbe, this is a very, very big doichek. Because first of all, if he's saying it only applies to the Yidin back then, then what happened, happened. Why is it even relevant now to tell us that back then someone would have been chi of Misa for that? A second point that Rebbe says, the chi of misa b'dei shamayim, for this person that's over the v'dezara and the doyra midbor, has nothing then to do with the concept of nevuas sheker. It has to do with the idea of avoidezara, that a person that serves avoidezara, because he heard it directly from Moshe at the time, when Moshe Rabbeinu was having the nevuah, that he's being over on the words of the navi, in, the, in this area of avoidezara, and that's why it's chayim misa b'dei shamayim, so if that's the case, where does this din apply? If the Rambam is trying to tell us this idea, that would belong more in Hilchas Zorah, not in the din of Novi HaSheker, which the Rambam is discussing over here. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this all by first explaining B'Kitzar Al-Kaponim, says the Rebbe, something that we mentioned already earlier, about the Geder in Halacha, and generally in Pshat, Remez, Drush, Soid, of the Torah generally, in the mile of Mitzvahs of the Torah, and that which was given at Har Sinai, over that which is told to us through a Novi. And the Rebbe says, on the first word, the Aseris Adibra is the word Anoichi. Anoichi we know is considered Klolus Kola Torah Kula. It's considered the general union of the whole Torah. The Gemara says, the word Anoichi is a Roshetavis, an abbreviation, which means Hashem says he's Kvayachol, putting himself into his writings into the Torah. Or to use the language of the Medrash, that through Torah, you're taking Hashem Himself. From this we understand that the mitzvahs in the Torah are not only a means to get reward, 
or to get to the special Maila of that the Yidin are Hashem's treasured nation, or as it says, that the mitzvah is to refine the people. In other words, Torah and mitzvah is not a means to something else, but primarily the purpose and the goal is the Torah and mitzvah itself. It's an end in itself. Just like we can say about Hashem, the one who invested himself in the Torah, that he's chas v'shalom, a means to something else. In the same way, we don't say that about the mitzvahs of the Torah either, because they are the ones that have Hashem himself invested and clothed inside of them. Says the Rebbe, this is also the reason why we say about mitzvahs that they are forever, they don't change. It's not possible any change or to add or to take away from any mitzvahs. Why? Since Torah and mitzvahs contain the essence of Hashem, so you can't say there will be any change in it, just like there's no change in Hashem Himself. Or to put it slightly different, if the Ratzon of Hashem and Mitzvah Satoyinu would be there for another purpose, for example, to get reward, or to get to a certain high level and so on, then you could say possibly that there could be certain changes, one way or the other, going up or down, based on the, the ones that are fulfilling the Mitzvahs, and therefore if they are going one way or the other, that may also impact the Mitzvahs themselves. But since the Ratzon of Hashem, which is the mitzvah of is the essential desire and will of Hashem, that this is what Hashem in His very essence wants, so you can't say, Chas v'shalom, that there should be any changes in that. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is the general difference between Torah and Nevoah. The commands that come through a Navi, for example, go to this place, don't go to this place, and other sorts of examples like that, are said for a particular purpose that will come out of it. In other words, they're more like a means to an end. And therefore... They were commands only for a certain time. In fact, even when the Navi is coming along to warn us about the Torah and to make sure that we don't violate the Torah and so on, for example, the Pasuk where the Navi says, Zikru Torah, remember the Torah. But the purpose is not in these Navuas themselves. Again, it's all in order to tell us and to remind us to do the Torah. But then there's Divrei Torah. Divrei Torah are primarily, they themselves are the Ratzon of Hashem himself as essential desire. Says the Rebbe, this is also the reason why a Navi cannot come along and add and tell us new things in the Torah. Because the words of Hashem in Torah are much higher than that message that's giving, being given over from Hashem through a Navi in Nevoah. Says the Rebbe, even though the strength of Torah we now understand is so much greater than Nevoah, and Davka Torah is the one that we say lasts forever and ever, but the truth of the matter is, as far as the Nivroim, as far as the creations, as far as the world is concerned, from our perspective, there's a certain advantage in Nevoah over Torah. And that is, since Torah is that essential desire of Hashem, it's completely beyond the reach of the Nivroim of the creations, that we should really be able to grasp the very, very essence of the Torah. As opposed to Nevoah, the whole point of Nevoah is a revelation of Hashem to the Nevroim according to the creations, according to the creatures. Hashem is coming to reveal His secrets to the people according to their gather. We know, for example, the Navi has to have certain conditions. He has to be a Chacham and a Gibor, and then the Nevoah is going to come in according to His own level. And this is in a way that His Galus is coming, because it's coming down into the Nevroim, therefore it also brings about by the Yidan Lamata a much greater level of emuna in Elikus because it came down according to the levels that are absorbed in the world and according to the world. Says the Rebbe, this will now help us understand the Arichos Abir in the Rambam of how the Yidin believed in Nevu Asmoisha and in Torah Asmoisha because this is not just a, a, a nice story that the Torah is telling us and that the Rambam is telling us. 
This itself is the halacha. The halacha is telling us two points, or divided into two parts. Number one, that the emunah that a yid needs to believe in Nevuas Moshe has to be with an absolute certainty, as the Raman puts it, an emunah that ain't by doifu, where there's no doubt, no questions at all. But the second part to that is, that in order that this emunah should be in such a powerful and strong and certain way, it needs to be not because of the signs that Moshe Rabbeinu did, but rather because this is something that we saw ourselves, we heard ourselves. That's the way you could have a complete emunah that has absolutely no shaky foundations and no doubts at all. Says the Rebbe, the same thing happens when the Rambam comes along and explains why we shouldn't listen, we shouldn't believe the Navi that's coming to deny and contradict the Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu, even if he's coming and showing outstanding, amazing, fascinating signs and wonders. Because, what does the Rambam say? The Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu is not because of the signs that we should start comparing them to each other. Again, this is something that we saw with our own eyes and heard with our own ears. And this person, as the Rambam is saying, is coming to deny something that you saw with your own eyes. What's the Ramam telling us here? He's not just coming to give us an explanation and a proof why we shouldn't listen to him because oh, it's something that's contradicting something that we saw ourselves. This itself again is a halacha. And again, there's two parts there. There's two ideas. Number one, the certainty of our emunah has to be to the extent that even the greatest signs, wonders and miracles are not going to shake that emunah. But again, point number two, in order for that amuna not to be shaken and made weaker by those other signs and wonders, it's because a yid explains to himself, realizes that the fact that this person is coming to deny, deny the nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu is something that's again something that we saw and heard ourselves. And therefore, even the greatest signs and wonders is not going to be able to put in doubt something that you saw with your own eyes. In other words, that the shleimus, the absolute certainty of, of not listening to this Navi Shekhar is because he's coming to deny the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu, something that we saw and heard ourselves. The Rebbe says an example in Allah practically of this sort of idea where we know that the strength of something that we see is so, so powerful. We know there's a halacha that ain't aid, nasadayin, a witness cannot become the judge in that particular case because something that he saw himself, now he's never going to be able to see it in any other way, and therefore he won't be able to have, as the Torah says, a Basin has to be able to also be able to find some sort of limutzchus. But if he saw it himself, he's not going to be able to have any other perspective on it at all. However, something that you heard, it could be even from a hundred kosher edus that heard it or saw it or whatever it is, still it's not with the same certainty by you. Says the Rebbe, this is actually the inner reason. Says the Rebbe, why the Eibishter, how does he confirm the Nevuah of Moshe in a way of a Neinura that we saw it all ourselves? This is all by Maimed Har Sinai, as the Rambam is Meirach on this. Because the point of Nevuah's Moshe is to bring about that by the Yidden, they should sense not only how Hashem is the only reality, Elikus generally, but also the Emes of Torah. Torah again on its own is completely higher than Evroim, but we want that the Torah itself should be confirmed with that absolute certainty. And therefore, when the Yidden saw themselves and heard themselves, the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu, at the giving of the Torah, this is what made the Amuna Shleimah in a way that has absolutely no doubt in the Emes of Torah as well. Again, Torah by itself is higher than Nevuah, but it's the Nevuah aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu that's giving that certainty and Emes by the Yid also in Torah. Says the Rebbe, Vyesh 
that the fact that the toikaf of Emuneh in Torah is specifically through Nevoah Samoisha is because Nevoah, in other words, why Moshe Rabbeinu specifically? Because as far as Nevoah itself, there's really two extremes, the greatest two extremes that we have by Nevoah, specifically by Moshe Rabbeinu. The, the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu, we find in both extremes. That is both as far as the Gilu of the Nevoah, we know that the Hisgalus Elikus that was by Moshe Rabbeinu was in the highest way. As the Pasuk says, He saw directly, not through riddles and through other things. And so too, on the other hand, it came most down to earth, so to speak. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to stand properly, receiving the Nevuah, not like other Nevi'im that had to fall down, and other sorts of things like that. That means it was Nizgala, the Nevuah to him, as he is standing down here, Lamatok, in a complete way. And therefore his Nevuah was the Kali to bring down Torah that's on the one hand higher than Nevroim, higher than all creations, but he could bring it down into the gather of the Nevroim to accomplish the strength, greatest strength of Amunah and Emes and Torah down here in this world. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand what the Rambam says in the next period, what the Rambam starts speaking about when a person comes along and says that Hashem said, sent him to add a mitzvah, that means he's coming to deny the Emes of Torah. What does the Rambam say? He's a Navi Sheker because he's denying the Nevuah of Moshe. Why did we say Nevuah of Moshe? We asked before, why not? He's denying the Torah. Because it's not just coming to prove that he's a Navi Sheker, because he's in contradiction to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rather, the Rambam is telling us a halacha over here. He's another halacha. That means that even though the Nevuah of Moshe per se is lower than Torah, yet, because it's the Nevuah of Moshe that gets us to have that absolute emes, the Amuna in the Amuna of Torah. What's Torah? Torah is something that doesn't have any change, as we said before, and that's why a Navi can never add something to the Torah. Therefore, the strength with which a person needs to not listen to this other Navi and needs to needs to needs to deny or not listen to the other Navi comes dafka because of the Nevuah of Moshe, because of that certainty that we saw in the Nevuah of Moshe. Says the Rebbe. Now we can also understand. With extra explanation, the order in the division of the Prakim in the Hilchas, you saw the Atoyda, the way the Ramam describes the Indian of Nevoah. The Ramam starts off in Peter Zion discussing the general idea of Nevoah. And how Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah is on the highest level of Nevoah. As he elaborates about all the details of how great Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah was. Then in continuation to the greatness of Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu, he continues in the following Peter and says, that as a result of this, because Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah is so much greater, there's another point, in addition to that, that Ba'amehem Minu Boy, how did the Yidin believe in him? It was because of Maimed Har Sinai. This was a Nevoah that the Yidin saw and heard by themselves. They experienced when Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking and hearing Hashem. In a, a continuation to this, that Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah is connected with the revelation at Har Sinai, says the Rambam in the next Perik, that as a result of this fact, that the Nevoah of Moshe is also, so to speak, Ma'ame is confirming, showing us the Emes of Torah that's even higher than the Nevoah, the fact that Torah is forever and ever and doesn't change. A Navi cannot come and add something to the Torah. Therefore, what follows is, if a Navi will come and send that Hashem sent him to Adam Mitzvah, that he's coming and contradicting the Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu. When the Rambam says, Moshe, this expression, what does he write it about? He writes it about a Navi that's coming to say that Hashem sent him to Adam Mitzvah. He's also saying in regards to a Navi that comes along and says to serve, that Hashem said to serve Avodah Zarah. But 
When the Rambam mentions, as we said before, that the person wants to uproot something that we learned with Piyashmu, or something that was passed on in Torah Shabbat Peh, or if a Novi comes along and says that he wants to paskin a halacha in a certain way, here the Rambam doesn't say, here the Rambam says, why is that? When the Novi is coming and saying that Hashem sent them to add or take away from a mitzvah, or to explain a mitzvah in a way that we didn't hear from Moshe Rabbeinu, and certainly if he comes along and says that Hashem told him to serve Avedu Zorah, then he's clearly coming to deny the whole basis and foundation of Maimed Har Sinai. That Hashem chose Moshe Rabbeinu and gave through him the whole Torah that's going to be forever and ever. And since, as we said before, it's Maimed Har Sinai that's really becoming confirmed through the fact that we saw it ourselves, we heard it by ourselves, the Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu. So therefore, when a person is acting in this way, he's clearly Makhish Nevoah Moshe, and that's what the Rambam says. On the other hand, if he's coming to uproot or say uh, uh, something that we heard in Piyashmua, passed down in Torah Shabbat or coming along and just paskening that a certain halacha needs to be paskened in a certain way, he's not coming to deny the foundations of all of Torah. He's only coming to discuss a specific din of Torah that according to his nevuah, now he's saying that it should be paskened in a certain way. In fact, it's even possible that he's saying the halacha correctly. He's saying that which is Tommy is truly Tommy or Torah. That which is Torah is truly Torah. In other words, he's not necessarily even saying against the Torah in the actual halacha. He's just coming seemingly to confirm and to say the truth of the Torah. But practically, paskening a din in that way, coming along and saying, yes, the halacha is this way or that way, is against a particular mitzvah in the Torah, which says, which says, Torah loy bashamayimi. The Torah says that the Torah is not given to heaven to neviim to paskin. And therefore the Ramam doesn't say, He's not coming to uproot the whole idea of Matan Torah, and the way Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu at Matan Torah. Rather, means he's coming to be Makhish, he's coming to deny a certain element, a certain aspect of the Torah, a certain one particular idea, not Maimed Har Sinai, not the foundations of the whole Torah, which were Nisamis, which had confirmed through the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu, which we ourselves saw and heard.